G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Of course, today is a sad day and an historic day. Of course, we've lost another former Prime Minister. Malcolm Fraser died overnight. He was aged 84 and a statement released from his office earlier today saying that he died peacefully earlier today. We're getting some reminiscences and some reflections and tributes to Malcolm Fraser. Let's hear from Ros Phillips from Family Voice Australia. Hello, Ros. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ros, you... must go out to Malcolm Fraser's family at this time. Yes. Well, Ros, you have been an activist for pro-family issues uh, for many, many decades. And uh, those years that you were very, very active uh, certainly crossed over with the Malcolm Fraser leadership. Uh, what are your most significant memories of the Malcolm Fraser leadership years? Well, in those years, we were very grateful to Malcolm Fraser. Uh, When we first began under the name Festival of Light, which we later changed to Family Voice, uh, one of our biggest campaigns was on the Family Law Act, which, of course, made divorce much easier to get, and it meant that um, a partner could leave the marriage, even if that partner had caused the breakup, and uh, effectively cause great suffering to the other partner who may have been trying to save the marriage. And Malcolm Fraser tried to improve the Family Law Act and amend it so that you had at least two years to think about and try and get reconciliation instead of just one. And sadly, his amendment failed by just one vote. But he did try, and we are grateful to him for that. And uh, we still uh, feel the consequences of that one vote that didn't bring about the change to that Family Law Act. we do indeed. There has been a lot of suffering, and it's the children who suffer most when their parents break up, and they don't understand what caused it, and many of them think they, they were partly to blame, and that causes depression that can go on into adult years. Ros, what are your reflections of the Fraser years, particularly when it comes to issues like women? What are your remembrances? Well, back in 1980, quite some years ago when I had a young baby, um, I was elected to be a delegate to the conference Mr Fraser and his government organised in Canberra. Uh, it was to mark the United Nations mid-decade for women. And I went along quite hopeful that uh, we could pass resolutions that would help uh, all women, not just women who wanted to concentrate on their careers, but women who wanted to see their career as looking after their marriage and family as well. And when I got there, I was sadly disillusioned. Um, I met Mr Fraser there and he shook the hand of my baby daughter. I had to bring her because she was being breastfed. But uh, the women at the conference, by and large, 
weren't interested in women who wanted to put their children first, and that was very sad. Yes, I think your reflection is that uh, it was pretty hard to find anyone who was pro-life or pro-family. Yes, there there were something like 150 women delegates and there were about 12 of us who were pro-life. So that certainly didn't reflect the views of Australian women at the time. So the selection of delegates uh, really was a bit biased. And, of course, that can't be the fault of the Prime Minister at the time, Malcolm Fraser, uh, mm, but probably... He ref- his uh, advisers. Yes, and, and women who were career-minded at the time perhaps were in that uh, cultural, uh, non-pro-family, non-pro-life uh, type of focus. You're right, and, of course, it probably reflected the views of Canberra women at that time. Uh, but... That those those days have passed. You remember Malcolm Fraser, though, uh, because of his devotion to his wife and family. He did, and he uh, set a very good example to us on that score. And uh, I think I paid tribute to Gough Whitlam, who also sadly passed away not so long ago, and he too set a good example in that area. A little earlier today, we were getting some reflections on Malcolm Fraser and some tribute to the fact that in his latter years and, of course, uh, post-politics, he was not afraid to speak his mind on whatever issue. Uh, Is that a virtue or is that a, a challenging thing for you? Well, if his mind was the mind that uh, he had when we voted for him in 1975, and so many others did too, it was a landslide election, Uh, That would be fair enough, but uh, he seems to have departed from his views in earlier years. And uh, many people, including me, were disappointed. Ros, the major attributes of a statesman, uh, did Malcolm Fraser reflect those things that that you'd see Australia as being known for uh, in the world, uh, or were there some things lacking? Well, we always felt that uh, he was given a huge mandate in two elections in 1975 and 1977, but he really didn't take advantage of that. He didn't reverse some of the most damaging things that had been passed by the previous Whitlam government, and uh, that was always a disappointment that he uh, didn't fulfil some of the promises that we thought he had made. I guess people will be reflecting on the thing that he will probably be most remembered for, and that is his role in the dismissal there of Gough Whitlam uh, under uh, John Kerr back in 1975. Uh, your reflections on that dismissal and, uh, and on Malcolm Fraser's role? Well, we greatly appreciated his role. I know that's not politically correct to say these days, but it's reflected in the fact that when people were given a chance to have their say across Australia, they voted for Malcolm Fraser and not for uh, Gough Whitlam uh, very decisively. Uh, The Whitlam administration was really in chaos in those days. Gough Whitlam had great ideas and great visions, but he wasn't a good administrator. And the country was uh, in trouble. And we were very glad to see Malcolm Fraser put an end to that chaos. 
Well, Ros Phillips, good getting your insights into those Fraser years. And uh, we did this uh, when Gough Whitlam died as well uh, not that long ago. And uh, great to be able to hear your insights uh, from what was at the time uh, the Festival of Light. Now, Family Voice Australia and your political activism has been uh, active right through uh, these decades, uh, which were tumultuous years in some respects on some of the issues that we were facing at the time. Uh, Ros Phillips, uh, great to hear your insights today and uh, your tribute to Malcolm Fraser from Family Voice Australia. Ros Phillips, thanks so much for being with us on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.